On today's Domain Sherpa review, the Sherpas talk about Fertilization.com, Carpool.com with a K, and Bitcoin.live, including how much they paid or received for them. Then a cannabis portfolio is evaluated with specific investor questions about investing in the cannabis vertical. Plus, great brands like Superstore.com and EatVegan.com are heading to auction soon on Namejet. Hear what Drew Rosner, Jebediah Burnett, and Michael Sacker think are winners and losers in auction this week. Stay tuned. Hey, Sherpa Network. Thanks for joining us today. I'm Tess Diaz, executive producer of DomainSherpa.com, and this is the Domain Sherpa Review. This is a show where we get into the minds of successful domain name investors using real examples so we can learn strategies and tactics to become better investors ourselves. We have three segments of the review. We'll start off learning what the Sherpas recently bought and sold. Next, we'll discuss in value an investor submitted domain name portfolio. And finally, we'll preview some domains going to auction soon at namejet.com and whether the Sherpas think they're a good investment opportunity for you. Joining us today on the Domain Sherpa Review are Sherpas and industry thought leaders, two past and one new. Joining us today for the first time, we'd like to introduce Jebediah Burnett, Senior Domain Consultant at Donuts. Hi, Jebediah. Hello. Thanks for having me. Yeah, we're delighted you're here. You might be new to Sherpa, but you're not new to the domain industry. Uh, real quick before we chat, I also would like to introduce uh, Andrew Rosner, CEO of domain brokerage firm MediaOptions.com. And we're delighted to have back again Michael Seiger, the founder of DNAcademy.com and the founder and original owner of our very own domain Sherpa. Um, Drew, Mike, welcome. Hey, Thanks, Ted. Jim and I are having me again. Finally, man. I got to do a little selfie here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, and Seattle is in the house. Jebediah is on the other side of Puget Sound from where I am on Bainbridge Island. Love to have other Seattleites. And fun fact, if you go back through the, through the Domain Sherpa archive, you'll see Jebediah on stage with me at DN Seattle 2015, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, at uh, the right side headquarters, and that was a uh, that was a fun talk. That's when new G's were just getting uh, up running, and we had Dan Schindler and uh, Rob Monster and yeah. Jebediah on stage talking about how to make money with new G's. That's right. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. So it's, I'm glad to be back. It's been a while, so glad to be back. Cool, cool. Well, you guys ready to start? Yeah. Let's go. Let's get right. it. I hear there's a birth party that one of us needs to get to later. Yeah, today, I got to, you know, just, I, I might as well just do a quick shout out. Today is my daughter Mila's fifth birthday. So we've got a big day on that front. It's also the last day and last night that I will spend in my house in Panama. Wow. Uh, tomorrow we move into an Airbnb while the Packers are packing up the house. And in three days, we are, uh, that's it. We're on the road. And how many years have you been in Panama? Ten years. Are you going to cry? Ten years in Panama. Are you going to shed a tear? Uh, it is, you know what? <laughs> I, I'm not sure I'm going to shed a tear, but it, it, it's an emotion. It really is emotional. It's, um, yeah, I I'm, can not, I'm not a particularly emotional person, but this is, you know. It's ten the, years. The both the kids are born. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. And you'll see Drew uh, is out of his office, so he doesn't have yeah. his amazing media options banner behind him. Uh, <laughs> I always thought that was a shed. <laughs> you know, you wouldn't be that far off. Yeah. No. <laughs> there's a beautiful office, and there's an, even an extra room in it that I called my room. <laughs> But never quite did get to move in there. But when I was down in Panama, I insisted on working from that room. Do you remember, Drew? Yep. <laughs> it's my own little loss. I'm not sure it quite compares to yours. Hey, let's jump into the first segment of the show called What's New Sherpas, where the Sherpas share one purchase or sale that they've made over the past few weeks. Um, since Jebediah is a broker, you might be sharing um, a brokerage instead of on your own personal sale or acquisition. Right. Um, so anyway, either way, our Sherpa network gets to learn what they paid or received for the domain, what they thought was a good deal, and how the negotiations progressed. I'm going to lead you through the questions, and then the other Sherpas get to comment during the process. Uh, this segment will go Drew, then Mike, then Jebediah. So Drew, what's one domain you personally bought or sold in the past few weeks? Tell us the domain name and not the price yet. Okay. Um... I'm going to say uh, fertilization.com. Ooh, too bad Shane's not here. Fertilization.com. Yeah. Did you buy it or sell it? Yeah, purchase. This was a purchase. Fertilization.com. Like, Did you like buy it from in vitro, in vitro fertilization? Uh, oh, look at that. You just ruined it for me. Why? I, I was going to go low like it, was, uh, like it was a landscaping domain. <laughs> it can go both ways. Kind of like you, Mike. Uh, hey, that was intelligent. I was just experimenting. All right, fertilization.com. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm go, uh, you know, if, if you bought it off Shane, I would say that you got a heck of a deal. Um, probably owned it forever and marketed it as a landscaping domain, but the I, IVF, in vitro fertilization, uh, is definitely a bigger market. So now that you gave us that hint, uh, I'm probably thinking... So I always work my way back from retail to wholesale. I think that that's probably a uh, retail value of, I don't know, tell me with an exact match keyword for people that are looking for, that could also be a brand without knowing what kind of search frame it has, you know, if it's 10,000 or 100,000 or more. So I'm going to go with, um, I'm going to throw it out there that it's got, I, actually, I forget. No, I don't you because all right. So I'm gonna say that it probably has over, uh, probably over 50, 70. Well, because fertilization, if you do a search, it's gonna bring back some landscaping, some IVF. Uh, I'm gonna say probably like a $150,000 domain name. So I think you bought for $15,000. That's my guess. Okay, that was like the longest. Uh, <laughs> I know, right? So I'm not good at off the cuff. I think it through. Yeah, that wasn't off the cuff. That was like the whole sleep. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so 15,000, Mike, that's your final answer? I think. Don't make me rethink it. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, your please. connection still isn't awesome. So, okay, cool. Jebediah, what you got? Um, I like the word. Um, I think most people would be looking at it for landscaping, though. I think it's, it might be a stretch for in vitro. But uh, sort of where Mike was, maybe a little bit lower. I was thinking it was closer to seventy-five to one hundred thousand retail. So I was thinking right around seventy-five hundred is probably what Drew paid for it. So I'd say 
8,500. Let's go with 8,500. 8,500 or 1,000? 8,500? 8,500. I think Drew paid $8,500 for the domain. Okay, cool. I was thinking MJ. I never, in fertilization, that is weird, like, for in vitro fertilization, I think. But anyway. Um, all right, Drew, what you got? So, uh, paid $7,000 all in. Um, <laughs> which I thought was a very good deal. I, I, I yeah. didn't even negotiate. They, they said $7,000 fertilization.com. I said, that's a fair deal. I'll take it. What do you think retail value is on that one? Um, you know, it's a tough call. Uh, I'm trying to remember exactly what the, the, the search volume was. It was sufficient that I thought, okay, this is a real business. Um, even without a qualifier, like in vitro or yard or grass or, you know, whatever. Um, there are two possible spellings, one with a Z, one with an S. But the one with the Z is like 10X, the one with the S. And you got there's, the one with the Z? Yeah, I got the one with the Z. The, um, the, there's 22,000 searches a 22, month. 22,000, yep. $5 CPC. You know, I, I, I think it's a $100,000 name. I think it's a $100,000 name. I think you both are right in that ballpark. I think at the low end, it's 75 grand. And at the high end, it would be just over 100 grand, maybe 125, 150 if you really hit the nail on the head. So for seven grand, I'll take it. Yeah, it's a good win. Yeah, that's nice. Without thinking twice. So yeah. you and so the, the thing that I'd point out is that I didn't know there was only 22,000 searches. I totally thought there were more on fertilization.com. Yeah, so there's a huge long tail. There's a really big long tail on it. Um, yeah. But the, 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 just the singular bang on word, which doesn't really surprise me. I think 22 is actually a pretty healthy number because, like, me personally, I would never use just the word fertilization. Right. right? Like, I'm not even sure, you know what I mean? Because it, it needs that quality. too broad. Like yard, landscape, you know, yep. garden, uh, some specific plant. Uh, or in vitro, or human, or, you know, whatever, pets, breeding, you know, whatever. It, it, some kind of qualifier, I would say, you know, 99% of the people searching are going to be using some kind of qualifier, uh, meaning a second word along with fertilization or third word. And so, I don't know, I think 22 is a pretty healthy number for, um, for that word. And, uh, and, and I like the long tail, you know. Long tails, long tails pay. So long yeah. tail, I, um, Mike, I've been getting all into um, the Domain Sherpa dictionary and I just looked up long tail is not in there. And I assume a lot of our listeners already know, but let's just throw it out there, Drew, real quick. Define long tail for us. So yeah, the long tail, I wish I was super smart and could give out the appropriate references. Okay, but, never mind. You know, I, I, I may have been... Ray Kurzweil, who, who some, there was, there was a book. It was a marketing book. It was about it was marketing and, and advertising book that came out fifteen to twenty years ago. That um, talked about the long tail. That the money, the, you know, the money is in the long tail. That you've got, you know, the word like insurance, but the money, the conversions, are really in the long tail. So, car insurance, health insurance. Life insurance, long-term care insurance, motorcycle insurance, right? So those are all long tail, even though each of those is actually a very large vertical. Um, so the long tail can be relative, but um, for fertilization, the long tail would be in vitro fertilization, landscape fertilization, 
grass fertilization, garden fertilization, you know, whatever type of hydroponic fertilization, you know, whatever type of fertilization that you're specifically looking for. And obviously, um, the more specific you are, the more targeted you are to the person doing the search. And so the more, uh, the higher, in theory, the higher your conversions should be because you're really targeting the long tail. Sounding like new TLDs. Yeah, I mean, the new GTLDs are essentially chasing the long tail, right? It's like, you've got the one word bang on dot com that's like, you know, the whole city block. And then you've got one, you know, you've got these, these, these verticals that represent the long tail that come out of that sort of greater. Um, uh, yeah, so broad, I just. Broader, the broader meaning of a particular word. Thank you. I think that's going to come up later, um, in, later in our show. Um, Jebediah, I love that you link that to the new um, TLDs because that's, that's definitely going to uh, be where we're going with it. Um, cool. So, um, Mike, you got a, you got a new, new sale or acquisition? I've got an acquisition. So I made a purchase and the main name is carpool.com. Ooh. Is my face on it? With a K. <laughs> oh, with, with a K. K. Carpool with a K. All right. All right. I, here I was thinking you were getting real gangster on me, and then, you know, you put a K on it. Oh, come on. I'm so gangster. That was pretty gangster how we did the K. If, if anyone's yeah. listening to the podcast, yeah. like, you got to come back and find that one. Do it again. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> Make them watch it the first time. I'm <laughs> Stop. Oh, Drew's got it. Okay. Hmm. K-Town, baby. Okay. K for carpool. What do you got? Jebediah, what do you think? I don't know. That one's... We have this car wash near my house that uses the K. And every time I drive by it, I just keep thinking it's misspelled. That's all, <laughs> it's all that comes to mind right away is they did it wrong. They messed up. Um, but I think the fact that there is that carpool there, or excuse me, that uh, car wash there, it could be a cool, you know, brand like Uber or Lyft or something like that. You can kind of play with it a little bit more. Um, I'm going to go three grand. I'm not going to go a lot on it. I don't think that whoever owned it or sold it to Mike knew the possibility of a branding. I'm going to take a shot with that one. I'm going to say three grand. Okay, cool, man. Drew? I'm going to go lower. I'm going to say, I'm going to say $800. Okay. And the answer, and I think the, you know, I think the retail value is probably 10 to 25 grand. That's pretty good for K carpooling. All right. K carpooling. So I'm not, big into brandable domain names. You can go look at my portfolio and see that. I uh, saw it on GoDaddy, an auction. I, it was like Friday, end of May. I put a $700 bid on it. I said, if I get it, I get it. If I don't, I don't. Picked it up for $627. Oh. Wow. So, and you know, it just sort of stuck out to me that like carpool with a K, it sounded familiar. And so I, after I won it, I went back and uh, did a reverse who is lookup on it. And Michael Krell, past managing director of Brand Bucket, past Sherpa, was the previous owner. Um, and so 
I tried to find it on brand, but I tried to find a way back archive price on it and, and uh, couldn't find anything. So I pinged him on Skype and I came, did you used to own this? And he's like, yeah, I sold it to Ryan Dice, founder of Digital Marketer, you know, I incubator, like a well-known brand in the digital market space. Um, he bought it off a brand bucket. And I'm like, can you tell me how much? Is it under NDA or is it public information? Because I couldn't find any info on name bio. Or, and he said he sold it for 6,500 bucks. You know, wow. just click right now, took it right then. Mm -hmm. I was, it could be to the right company, uh, a 10 to $30,000 brand, depending on how bad they want it, how much they like the K, as Jebediah was saying, um, as a differentiator, you know, it makes it stand out a little bit. Uh, it's trademarkable, whereas Carpool with a C may not be because it's so generic unless you use a, a logo with it. Um, and car sharing is hot, you know, Uber, Lyft, Zipcar, Maven, Car2Go. Uh, Reach now, some guy was telling me about how he's renting BMWs and taking them for the day for 80 bucks up to like Tulips, you know, Jebediah, just north of here. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, so then yesterday, as I was preparing for this show, I went, I'm like, who owns carpool.com? I wonder, I hope it's developed. Um, and it turns out, Pat Sherpa, Braden Pollock owns carpool.com. So <laughs> oh, nice. I'm sure he has that one priced for hundreds of thousands of dollars. So if you want carpool with a K, come to me. <laughs> nice, nice. And that's a good point about the, the trademarkability um, too. So um, we have an, another example here though of someone not as um, knowledgeable about domains just let their domain expire. They invested $6,500 in it and they just let, they didn't know there's a liquid market. They didn't know they could turn to a broker. They just said, oh, we'll write that off and let it go. Well, brandable domain names are notoriously hard to sell. Unless there's a company that has that brand already, there's no way for you to know who to sell it to. So you're pretty much going to wholesale it out, put it up onto name or GoDaddy and then it's going to sell for 600 bucks. And for a company like, digital marketer to try and do that. It's not their time, right? Like, so like it drop. wasn't they, expired. It was, uh, they did put it for sale. No, no, no. It was expired. They didn't renew it. Probably, they probably bought it as an idea for one of their, you know, uh, digital companies in their incubator. And I, I'm suspecting, I have no idea. And, you know, decided not to go forward with that project and they just let it expire. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. Thanks Mike. All right, Jebediah, what you got? Uh, let's go with Bitcoin.live. Ooh, Bitcoin.live. And was this a name you broke? I, I just read an article about Bitcoin.live. <clears throat> not like, not a domain article, like a, like a, like some, I, I got an, it was a, yeah, I got an email or something. Somebody, it's like a website already, isn't it? I, I without checking, huh. yeah. It is, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's a, uh, it, um, I'll preface it, it is a broker name I'm um, directly from the registry um, so yeah Bitcoin live okay first on this one <laughs> yeah I have no clue what, what, what it sold for I just I know that I, I saw Bitcoin.live and that it was a, a, it was a real business I got an email from them I believe I think it's a huh. um, that was quick is it like a, it's like a, a coin market cap competitor maybe that hey, stop it with the hints. You can say that after. Anyways, right. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 20, 
$25,000. I'm going to go, uh, you know, these new G's are kept, right? Like the best new G's in the world are publicly, the information that we have, selling for $500,000. Hold on one so, second. I think because of the weird structure of some of these new GTLDs, we got to know two things. One, was it paid up front? Number two is- With the cash. No, is, okay. it, is it a normal renewal or is it like a premium renewal? Because if it's, if it's $5,000 a year, then yeah. I would expect the price to be lower, but $5,000 a year is, you know, yeah. how, yeah. you know the, the equivalent of- It has a grand. standard renewal. Uh, standard renewal. Standard renewal. And it was paid up front. All cash transaction. Okay. And even like dot, dot TV, this isn't new. You know, some domain names like dot com, whatever you buy, it's, you know, 10 bucks to renew it. Um, but then other TLDs like a dot TV, if you have a premium dot TV, it's 50 bucks or something to renew. Or well, other some of them are more. I mean, we have dl.tv, mm. which. Oh, that's right. That was like $500. It has a $1,000 renewal price. Yeah. Um, so every TLD is different when you have a premium. When you're acquiring that, you want to find out if there's a different renewal rate. So that's what Drew's asking about. Yeah. Okay. So you got all your hints. Cut it out. Um, you're still, <laughs> Drew, you're still going with? twenty-five. Uh, 25 grand. 25 grand. Mike. I'm going to go uh, a little bit lower. I think um, I'm going to go, you know, and this is where I'd go in a name bio and take a look at dot lives and see if it's sold. Um, I would, but I'm going to go with Jebediah before. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go with 18,500. I think you're both too low. Just saying. Okay, Jebediah, what you got? What was Mike's thing? Everybody froze on me. So. 18,500. 18,500. 30 grand. Oh, yeah, big the yeah. It. yeah. Good what job. kind of comps do you give on a domain like that, Jebediah? What kind of what? Um, how do you get a domain like uh, Bitcoin.live sold for $30,000? You keep cutting out on me, Mike. What uh, he's asking about the comps, the comparable sales, how, okay. do you, how you come up with the $30,000 valuation. Um, so the, the value is going to be based on a lot of different things. Obviously, the SLD in this particular case is very relevant right now. Um, Dot Live is actually one of our better performing TLDs. Um, you know, some of the, there's been a couple of them that I've brokered that are, you know, low six figures um, that are public. Um, there's been others that are not public that are in that range or higher. Um, so just sort of internally, we're able to come up with, you know, our asking price was a little higher than that. Um, there was some negotiation back and forth. Um, being the registry, we're able to take a few more things into consideration as far as price breaks. So, you know, you'd mentioned that the site is already live. They're already marketing to you. So that's important to us. So we're able to sort of accommodate that a little bit. Cause that so, builds the value whoops, of the ecosystem. Yeah. Yeah. So um, so yeah, we settled at, at 30,000 and like Drew said, they're already live rolling, super excited. So we hey, love Jeff seeing you. So. Can you hear me? Yeah. All right. What was your, um, it, it can say, what was your opening offer on Bitcoin.live? I want to say 50,000, between 50 and 60,000. Gotcha. 
Good to know. Yeah. I mean, that's, a, that's an excellent domain. Good job. Yeah, that's yeah. really good to see it live, already getting some work done, both for them, for the Bitcoin market, and, um, and for the dot .live market. Nice work. Yeah. So we are seeing, I mean, if I can just side tour just a little bit. We are seeing a lot of our domains, especially the, the platinum level domains, like what I work with coming to market very quickly. They are, you know, these are entrepreneurs or end users that really know what they have in store and are really putting it out there. So, um, you know, the, the price points are, you know, I think fantastic, almost pennies on the dollar comparatively to legacy TLDs. Um, so they get that value. They're able to push out their websites or their brands faster. So it's kind of a cool little added note, so. It is, yeah, and I see more and more entrepreneurs looking for the the GTLDs to show that they're on the cutting edge, ready mm -hmm. to go. Um, it's perfect. I mean, Bitcoin is is a perfect match with any GTLD, really. But dot live, woohoo! Uh, good one. So I just typed in BitcoinLive.com into my browser to see what was there, and an FT landing page came up. It's got a buy it now price of forty eight thousand dollars. So this buyer decided that Bitcoin.live for $30,000 was a better investment than BitcoinLive.com, just priced. Wow, that's really, that's pretty interesting. That's interesting, yeah. Well, because we at 48000 they probably, you know, looked probably, at your $60,000 opening offer, or $50,000 opening offer, and, and looked at this one and said, oh, 30000 bucks, that's a better yeah. deal. Yeah. Huh. We are seeing, I know that you guys on a couple of Sherpa shows have touched on it before, but we are seeing a lot of blockchain companies, cryptocurrency companies really embrace the new TLDs as sort of the, the next evolution. I mean, that's really how they want to be seen. Um, you know, we're different. We're changing the internet. We're, we're evolving. You know, there's a couple companies out there that are evolving humanity with blockchain. And, um, you know, the new TLDs are, sort of speak to them in a great way. And so they are willing to spend or to buy a new TLD over a .com based on that. So, yeah, and it totally makes sense. You know, all the companies that are launching Bitcoin companies on .io or are, um, you know, do startups providing SaaS services to other entrepreneurs, like it totally makes sense. They can use a .io because they're get it, understand it, right. remember to type in .io. It's a differentiator uh, versus, you know, people like uh, in the Six Sigma space where I work, if I own Six Sigma.io, it wouldn't make any sense. Like they'd be like Six Sigma dot what? Like I want $4,000 for training and certification. I'm not going to a .io. I'm going to go to Six Sigma.com or whatever. You know, it's just what they understand. So, you know, yeah. knowing their customer base is, is where to start. Right, right. Yeah, that's key. Well, thank you, Sherpas. I'm going to tell you about our sponsors for today's show who support us in our mission to educate people in the domain name industry. First, serious about online trading? Secure your funds, keep your merchandise safe, and use a company that keeps the buyer and seller protected the whole way through. That's escrow.com. Payments you can trust. All right, in the domain portfolio review, we take user submitted domain name portfolios and provide honest and constructive feedback to the owners so they can either cut their losses, continue to hold them long-term, or figure out a sales strategy going forward. Today's portfolio was submitted by John McGavern of juanadomain.com. 
John's list of 25 domains, 24.com and 1.vegas, include hydrobud.com and mj.vegas. Um, John also made a generous contribution to the Fred Hutchinson um, Cancer Research, and uh, it's particularly special as it's in tribute to his mother who passed. Uh, this is her anniversary and um, the anniversary of her passing. And so, you know, John, we really like to acknowledge, um, thank you for making that donation. And uh, we know it goes towards a good cause. Um, so gentlemen, um, do you have your list in front of you there? Uh, we got 24.com and this is where I thought the long tail would come in interesting, especially um, with MJ.Vegas. So not that that's the only name we're gonna talk about, but, uh, Let's take a look here. Um, in this section, we're going Jebediah Drew Mike. So Jebediah, what, what are your thoughts uh, on here? What would you keep? What would you lose? What, what do you think? Um, so I'm going to preface I live in Seattle. And as Michael might be able to attest, every time we turn around, there's a new dispensary or a new pot shop or, or something open up. Um, there's this statistic floating around that there's 289 Starbucks and 287 pot dispensaries. <laughs> so it's- uh, I even hear you can score pot outside the 13 nuts at 3 a.m. I'm an Uber driver. What do you know about that? <laughs> <laughs> Drew, you sure you're going to Lisbon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so, so I, you know I see what you're talking about. Well, so what I see, I see a list of a lot of brandables. Um, I, I like, what I'll say I like up front is I like Toker's Wild. Um, here, I just, it just sort of stuck out to me. Um, it's definitely a brand. It could be a, a good, you know, like a, like a hookah bar or something more than just a marijuana related domain. Um, I obviously, I like MJ.Vegas. Um, for two reasons. A, it's short. I like the geo play to it. Um, Vegas is definitely an up and coming, up and coming market for that. I also like that one actually for there's rumors of the Michael Jackson holograph show in Vegas. Um, so there's the opportunity there for cross branding. Um, that being said, I think those are kind of the two. Oh, wait, there's a, there was one. Hemp's Kitchen. I like Hemp's Kitchen. Um, again, Seattle being very culinary oriented. Uh, it's a great opportunity for a lot of cannabis related menus. Other than that, it, it sort of, I don't want to kill it, but a dime a dozen kind of brandable things to me. Um, obviously, there's a few more that are keyword like oil pen and stuff like that. But I think a lot of those get, get oversaturated. Um, yeah, I would say those, I like those, uh, ones I don't like, I, and Drew might be able to answer. I don't know what Delta nine X is at all. I actually had to look it up and I still had trouble figuring out what it was. So the active yeah. ingredient in, in cannabis that gets you high is okay. THC and the scientific name is Delta nine, um, Tetra cannabidiol. Okay. I looked it up too and I saw but, some back support. I'm like, dude, that's not going to sell. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you know, I, I'm a big fan of, of on the Sherpa, it's been said a gazillion times that keyword domain names, you know, save your money and buy really valuable keyword domains. 
And I think, again, a lot of these are brandable and it's a, it's a crap shoot on if you can find a brand um, again, being in the middle of it, you know, anybody could just change one letter and they have their own brand. So I think finding a buyer would be difficult for, for a lot of these. Um, that being said, they're good names. So at the right price point, I think they could sell. Um, I would probably, I mean, just moving down the list, I would probably do some, you know, I would hold them and, and do some outbound sales to them, find existing shops that might be really generic on their name or, or have trouble in a market and give them an opportunity with you know, potent flower. I think that's kind of cool. But um, I think maybe I like more than I thought I liked now that I'm looking at it again, I guess. Um, so yeah, we're just so saturated here in Seattle. It's tough to look at cannabis names. So. Yeah. Well, thank you. And I apologize. I went in the wrong order. I hope I didn't throw you guys off. Uh, who wants to go next? <laughs> Let Drew go next. The master. <laughs> okay. So, um, um, I think I, I I think pretty similar uh, to what Jebediah said is that there's a lot of just great brandables in here. Um, the, I don't think this portfolio offers a lot of liquidity, but. Um, they are really good. I mean, as far as brandables in this space go, these are really good. I mean, I think, you know, um, herbage.com, that name particularly stood out to me. Um, I, I, for whatever reason, I just herbage. It's like a kind of a slang word, you know, I, I like it. I think herbage is a really good brand in the space. And, um, you know, herb is a very common uh, term used for cannabis and then so there's like herb age or herbage you know it, it sort of got a multi-role there um play on words or just you know as a straight sort of made up brandable um I, I like that one and it's got a little bit of search so that tells me that there is some use in in, in culture or commerce and um uh oil pen i mean i would like oilpens.com a lot more but oil pen is a good name. I mean, the hottest segment of the entire cannabis industry is these oil pen vaporizers. And so, um, I, you know, I, I you got it. You just, it's one of the fastest growing industries in America, if not the fastest. And that's the fastest growing vertical in that industry. So even if it's not the best version, it's still got decent value. Um, I, I could definitely see that name selling 15, 25 grand um to the right buyer the singular uh, even though you like the plural better yeah i mean i think you know that's one of the names where it is worth doing some outbound because like like jim and i mentioned a lot of the brandables they don't offer liquidity because you got to wait for that for somebody to pop up that says i'm going to be called that right and then they come knocking and if your price is right and you're not being greedy you'll probably get a sale um oil pen it's such a hot segment and there's so many players that if you go out and contact 50 or a hundred people that are, are white labeling oil pens, particularly those guys, I think would find value in that name, less the consumer facing brands. There's a lot of people that are like contract manufacturers producing these oil pens for brands. And I think those folks would probably find a lot of value in that name. And I think that you could get, you know, 10, 15, 25 grand. Um, 
what else? Uh, yeah, I mean, MJ.Vegas, I think, um, I think that is a great name just because um, it has multiple meanings, which are all super applicable and super valuable. And I think both sides would not want the other side to have it. So there's a defensive mechanism, which always um, makes a sale a little bit easier. So like the MJ, the Michael Jackson, there's already the Michael Jackson show, the MJ, it's MJ Live or MJ something in Vegas. And um, so MJ.Vegas would be a really interesting name for them to have, probably a name they should have. And then marijuana is fully legal in Vegas now. Anybody can walk into a dispensary and buy cannabis. And MJ is the term. So uh, MJ.Vegas would be a hell of a name for, you know, if somebody's got a chain, you know, if it's one store, I think you're going to have a hard time getting more than five grand out of them, 10 grand maybe, unless you gave them a payment plan. But if it's like a chain of stores or a company that's maybe a bit more vertically integrated, I think you could get, you know, maybe 25 grand, 15, 25, maybe if you're, you know, you have to really hit the nail on the head, but it's a good, it's a good name. There's buyers for that name. Um, and I'll leave, I'll leave, I'll leave, uh, I'll leave the rest for Mike. I mean, there's a, there's, <laughs> there is, there is other names on here that I really like. Um, I, I also like the Toker's Wild. I think that's a great brand. Um, but yeah, Mike. Well, I'm not in Seattle, although we do have our fair share of smokers here on Bainbridge Island. And uh, I'm definitely not the expert in marijuana domains like, you know, fellow publisher Drew is, who publishes Gondrepreneur.com, leading the, you know, magazine in the industry. Um, so I, I sort of looked at this portfolio from an outsider's perspective, and I just tried to figure it out whether John has great names or, or not. And I really had no idea in, uh, looking at this, whether they were or not at the beginning. Um, I will say, thanks, John. I, I did look back through my notes, uh, my emails, and he has been on a previous main tripper review with some other domain names. And I think that these domain names are much better than his last portfolio. And I want to thank him for coming on a second time and making a second donation of Fred Hush. Um, right off the bat, I, I put into Estabot and I at oilpen.com, which is, I think, one of the only exact match domain on here. Um, rest our brand, like Drew and Jeb have said. Uh, he paid $2,600 for this domain name. I thought it was a little bit high when I first looked at it. Um, 9900 search per month. And then I thought, well, is this the best brand, Drew? And I know you said oil pens are all the rage. I first looked at it, I thought it was like oil-based art pens or something. And it took me a while to like realize he's referring to, you know, vape pens. But, you know, and, and I don't know the industry again, so I'm at a disadvantage. I looked up vape pen and it's got 1.4 million searches. I don't even put a dab pen in. It's got 90,000 searches. And I have no idea what a wax pen is. Um, but a wax pen has 74,000 searches. Are those three things the same thing as an oil pen, Drew? Um, no, no. Um, an oil pen is very specifically um, a cannabis-derived oil, you know, with a usually disposable oil cartridge that screws onto a battery. Yep. And it looks, it literally looks like a pen. Um, you know, wax pens are um, where you would be adding 
wax is another form of extract from a cannabis plant. And um, you can add the wax yourself. There's one out there called uh, uh, the dipstick. I believe, they, I believe it's dipstick vape or dipstick.com, one or the other. Um, and that's a wax pen uh, or wax vape. And then there's, um, uh, you know, vape pens. Yes, vape pens are, are, for the most part, an oil pen and a vape pen are the same thing. Uh, okay. There are some vape pens which are not, which are sort of reusable, where you sort of add the oil yourself or you yeah. add, you know, even small amounts of cannabis flour and it uses convection. Mm -hmm. There's, you know, okay, dab pen. Off. You're an MJ shirt. <laughs> is dab pen like another type of vape pen? Dabbing is pretty much like wax. Oh, okay. All right. So, anyways, I, I don't know anything about it. I typed it in Google, I'm looking through some different options, and it did strike me as like the number one, or, or you know, clearly not all of us can afford the vapepen.com, uh, which we'd love to have. But um, I don't know, 10,000 searches per month I thought was pretty good. Um, I don't know the retail market. I tried to find some comps and I couldn't. So I'll just defer to Drew on a ten to $25,000 sale retail, you thought, for oil pen? I think so. Yeah, nice. Um, is that the kind of domain that you would represent on an outbound for, for marketing or is it too low? No, it's too low. You know, it, it, what I always tell people is it takes the same amount. Actually, Chris just published a video, I think, yesterday or the day before. I saw that on Facebook. It. It takes the same amount of effort and the same amount of time and the same amount of resources to sell that $20,000 name as it does to sell a $200,000 name, but our payout is 10x more. And so yeah. as much as I want to help all those people that come and say, look, I got this $20,000 name. And I'm like, look, that's a good name. I'm not going to tell you it's not a good name, but it's just not worth our time to go out and, yeah. you know, we're, we're going to, it's going to spend 20 to 50 hours on each of these names. Mm. And, um, you know. All right, so when I'm done, I'm going to come back and ask you and Jebediah for a tip on how John can do outbound on oilpen.com to try and get it sold. But let me run through the rest. You know, mj.vegas, we can get a two-letter or a single letter in any of the new Gs. I like those. It has a lot of different possibilities. People love the acronyms, but you got to get in a, if you're going to go for a geo, you got to get a big city in Vegas as the type of tourism would, um, that would allow that. I, I looked at you know, bud something or something bud or herbs something, you know, he seems to be focusing on these keywords. I think that they're good. He's creating brandables at it. I love miracle bud. I don't even know, you know, hydro bud and aqua bud. I assume that you're growing them without soil. I have no idea, but like miracle bud strike me as a great brand. I think he picked that one up to $360 I found on name bio. I think that's a great buy because I think, uh, you know, most Brandable are going to be somewhere in the two thousand to ten, maybe a little thousand dollar range, and depending on how big they are. Perfect. Uh, um, we just sold MonsterBud.com two days ago for thirty eight hundred dollars. Thirty eight hundred. So right in that range, and I think Miracle Bud is probably like. Uh, you think Miracle Bud is better than Monster Bud? I think they're both good brands. Equal. Monster's a good brand. I think it's equal. Equal. Um, so, you know, depending on how bad they want it, how bad you want to sell it, you know, it's going to be somewhere in that order, but you got to wait for them to come to you, like, like Drew said on these brandables. Um, I loved uh, his, um, his uh, creativity for Toker's Wild, Hemp's Kitchen, um, uh, Playoff of Kitchen. I think my favorite was nugsandkisses.com. Um, 
you know, I, I typed it in thinking that there's got to be something. And there's a young shanty song. It's a regular song that's pretty good. I was listening to it all day yesterday. So I'm sure you know that one, Drew. Young shanty? Young shanty? No. <laughs> Nugs and kisses. He likes to smoking the whole time and singing. <laughs> we'll close so, out the review with that song. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think it's a, a, a great portfolio. If I look up retail sales on bio for things with Bud in them, I found bud.club for $2,000 sold by the .club, budnow.com for $3,500 from buy domain, herboil.com $2,500 by Uniregistry. Um, I like to go into bio, strip out all the stuff from Namejet and GoDaddy and Dropcatch. Those are all wholesale sales. So that tells you what your liquidation value is potentially for a domain. Um, but I want to see what, you know, the, the companies that sell retail, you know, like Jebediah, Media Options, the registries, the, the um, Uniregistry, Buy Domains, Domain Market, what do they sell in retail value for? And I found those three. I think that that sort of sets the order of magnitude for these types of domains. Sounds about right. Yeah, thank you. So I would like to hear um, from Jebediah and Drew, both of which run outbound sales organizations, what advice they have for John McGavern to sell oilpen.com if, um, if he wanted to do some outbound on it. Drew, let's start with you. Um, yeah, I mean, pretty straightforward. I, I think, you know, just because of the volume of players in the, in the vaporizer market, um, I think, you know, just Googling oil pen or vape pen, um, particularly um, oil, cannabis oil, uh, ex extractors or cannabis oil, pen, uh, white label, thing, you know, things of that nature. Because I do think that the, the contract manufacturers are going to be the guys that see the most value here. Mm -hmm. um, not necessarily the brand that you want to be pushing out to consumers, but if I'm a brand and I'm looking for somebody to make oil pens under my brand that I can sell to consumers, you know, having oilpen.com gives me a reasonable comfort level that they, that they do what I'm looking for. Um, so I think, I think that's where this name end, ends up, you know, living um, as far as retail. And, uh, you know, I, I would just literally Google, find the, find, you know, start with 20, find 20 companies that, that uh, extract cannabis oil and make vaporizer pens, contact them. Um, try not to just send an email to like the who is, try and identify like who would actually be the, the meaningful decision maker at that company. Depending on the size of the company, that could vary from legal to marketing to CEO, um, business development, you know, any number of things. Um, and then just, you know, shoot out an email. And, and if you're comfortable on the phone, a phone phone works even better. Thanks, Drew. Great point. Jebediah, you have anything to add? Yeah, I was going to say, I mean, I'm all about the phone. Um, I think in today's age, emails just get deleted, period. No matter, I mean, you could tell them that they just want a million bucks and it's like, eh, trash, whatever. Yeah. So, um, Wait, that was real? What's that? Yeah. <laughs> My uncle from Namibia is sending me money. I'm good. Yeah. Um, but um, I really do like picking up the phone, sort of doing like what Drew said, do a Google search of just who those manufacturers are or who might be currently advertising on those keywords. Um, you know, those Google lays it out pretty well. If you do a search, you know, a little ad box next 
next to it means that they're willing to spend money for those terms. So you kind of spend some time. Um, you know, I've actually sold some domain names to uh, like the domain managers or whatever, just by reaching out, um, touching base with them on the phone where the company said no, but the domain manager understood the value. And so they personally bought it. So oh. it's, it's a great opportunity to, I mean, if you can get them on the phone, usually like Drew said, legal and stuff, they may not get it right away, but usually their IT person or marketing might understand it. So they're able to take that next step or get the people involved. So, so I, you know, one or two emails and then definitely a phone call mixed in there. If not How do you find the domain manager, are you just referring to the IT uh, contact on a domain name? Yeah. So okay. like the, the, when you could read the who is and it would have, you know, domain manager or tech, whoever it may be, it's usually a, a valid phone number for the company. Um, if not, you can usually find a valid phone number for the company. Um, I've been known to ask for them directly because usually the receptionists or, you know, the gatekeepers, I'm not allowed to get you to CEO level or, or management level, but I can get you to the tech guy. You know, that's sort of their, their <laughs> thought process on it. And so you, you start that conversation with them and, you know, typically they're the people that are managing it anyway. They may not be the, the, you know, the decision maker on it, but they get to have a say in it because they are the tech guy or the tech gal. And so it's, that's actually been pretty successful for me. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, sometimes um, they, if, if they can understand it, you're right. Sometimes they might be interested themselves or they might talk the marketing or the CFO into it, or I just uh, hadn't thought of, or they might want it personally because um, they know what to do with it. Yeah. yeah. Other times I find they get really um, standoffish, like, they don't want to get busted that they didn't think of this or they didn't already register this or something. Um, so it's a, it's, it's a, it's a fine line and that's why you want um, to do it carefully and not damage their ego as you go. You know, you want to build a, build a relationship, not tell them, you know, everything. Right. Yeah. One thing I'll, I'll say about, especially outbound emails, don't spam people. Like really don't like, it's not, if you're going to send an email, maybe send it to one or two people in the organization and, and let it marinate for a while. Um, if you hit everybody off of LinkedIn and, and you know all other sorts of ways to, to get information, you hit everybody at once, you're done. They're, they will talk to each other and they will say, you know, hey, that, that not a blast email that you sent to me is in fact a blast email and I'm not interested. So um, I like to say be calculated and precise, almost surgical on who you contact. Um, because we all know, you know, if you get the right person on the phone or on an email, that's going to be the person that either carries your cause further up the chain or, you know, like with the success, they understand, hey, if I could buy this domain name that my company really likes or could be interested in, I might be able to just resell it to them myself. And, and you know, it's from my ownership. So excellent point. Yeah, thank you. So we have Jebediah, the surgeon, Drew, the MJ Sherpa, <laughs> and Siger, the gangsta carpula. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So, John, thank you for submitting. Oh, shoot. Did you guys read his questions? Um, he had specific questions that he asked as well. He, he is a Sherpa at submitting domains. And he had three, I, four overall opinion to the strength of the cannabis domain niche at this time. Um, you guys already talked about end user price ranges. 
do you think keywords or brandables are a better fit for the cannabis domain market? Um, and what are your feelings on using .co, .la, .vegas, and so on um, in the, um, in, in, given that they're different legal markets? So that was a bunch of questions all at once. But basically, I think the two we have left to talk about are your overall opinion of the strength of the cannabis domain niche at this time, um, and are keywords or brandables a better fit? Let's start with that. Uh, Drew? Okay, I'll just touch it real quick. So, um, yeah, I mean, we're, we're doing really well in the cannabis market in terms of domain sales. Um, on gondrepreneur.com, uh, we also have a, a, a cannabis domain name market. And um, it's very active, uh, both people adding domains as well as buying domains. And um, it, goes, it goes really well. I think if you're selling brandables like this portfolio, um, I think it's a numbers game. I think you have to have a pretty large volume in order to see consistent sales. And so um, that can be a crapshoot. You gotta be really careful you know, to manage cash flow and, um, you know, be very uh, picky with the names that you pick up. Um, but yeah, overall, I, I, I see, I'm seeing a lot of sales into the cannabis industry. There's a lot of new companies, there's a lot of new brands being created, a lot of new services. And so all of those things need domain names. Um, I will say that I don't see the industry paying, you know, massive prices yet. And I think that as, um, you know, it, there are exceptions. Um, a lot of the best names have already been sold into the industry. And so those were big sales, but you know, on the sort of lower tier and mid tier names, um, the prices have been fairly conservative, not, you know, they aren't just throwing money out. And, um, um, in terms of, uh, brandables or keywords, you know, what I, I guess we've had success with is, um, <laughs> it's hard. It depends on how you define brandable. What I would call a brandable, um, but things which are both a keyword that's known in the space, um, but that it can act as a strong brand. Those are the things that we've been selling. So, um, for example, bang.com is a name that we sold for a, a lot of money. Um, B-H-A-N-G.com. And bang is an Indian drink. Of, it's like a, a smoothie of yogurt and cannabis um, extract and it's hmm. cultural. I mean, it, it, it's everybody in Northern India drinks bang. It's, it's literally just a part of the culture. But it uh, must be, you know, really purchased for its brandability, right? Yeah. So, but, but one of the companies in Colorado as well as in California, um, they're called bang. It started out as called bang chocolate and they became the largest, um, edible manufacturer, maybe second largest after Dixie but one of the two or three largest in the country. And they're, you know, they move way beyond just chocolate. So they wanted to go from bang chocolate to bang.com. Um, I think we actually sold it to their competitor who was pissed <laughs> off at them. Um, <laughs> just FYI, if you think that, you know, if you're like, ah, I'm not gonna buy it because nobody else is, you might have pissed mm -hmm. off your competitor and they might buy it just to screw you. Mm -hmm. um, and because cannabis is federally illegal, you don't have a trademark to protect yourself against your competitor doing that. So just keep that in mind. Um, wow. So, yeah, and then you know we sold nug.com as well, also for, for a very good price. 
um, you know, which is both a great brand as well as a, a common slang word, you know, in the space. So those are the ones that I find selling the best. But again, like I mentioned, we just sold monsterbud.com for 3,800 bucks, you know, good brand, um, you know, reasonable price is, you know, it's just, those, that's the price range I see those types of names selling. Me. So I'm hearing that it's kind of similar to the rest of the domain market. Brand, brandables are, you know, the most premium things, especially if they have some relevance or connectivity in terms of a keyword to the industry itself. Um, and then after that, you know, it just depends on the value, how it sounds, yeah, oil pen. In general, those rules apply. Um, okay. But I think crypto and cannabis are literally the two hottest industries on earth today. So, as we're, you know, maybe AI as well um, and deep learning and stuff, but go ahead. One of the things that we're seeing um, just from a registry level is you have a lot of those brandables that people have already registered. They're, you know, they're, I can go spend, you know, $3,500 for monsterbud.com or I can take a look at getting something maybe a little bit higher. Like, I mean, I don't know what monsterbud does, but um like domains like marijuana delivery. There's a company in California that had cornered that market. There's no competition yet, but we've spoken to a couple up and coming competitors that understand that they might need to go bigger or higher on that, on those keywords or those search terms as well as, a, and create that as their brand. So, um, you know, donuts has had some sales recently where the, the major keywords are the brand um, and the entrepreneurs are sort of seeing how they can put those two together. And we're starting to see that sort of trickle into the, the cannabis industry also. So I Thank think some of the, the, the high level keyword domains like marijuana delivery, marijuana for sale, stuff like that could start to see larger price points and larger need or want just simply because the market grows outside of the scope of just a simple brandable. So. Is there a dot delivery DLD? There is. I can deliver it to you. <laughs> nice. Is, is that with donuts? Yep. <laughs> All right. Dot nice. delivery. That's a big deal. Okay. Last question here. Um, uh, Jebediah, let's start with you on this one. What are your feelings on using .co, .la, .vegas, and so on um, for cannabis, considering the different that they, they're all in different legal markets? I'm a little torn on this one. I think .co and LA sort of fall in more of to still the brandable because they're, they're a country code. Um, they're not necessarily, I would assume he's thinking Colorado or, or Los Angeles with those and that's not their geographic location. Um, I like Vegas. Um, I mean, there's .berlin, there's Vegas, there's .nyc. Um, I think those would play better um, for a geo pick. Um, but you know, his portfolio is based of brandables. So, you know, if you did strong, you know, if you did tokerswild.la, that could still be a really good name. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I'm sort of torn on it based on he's, he's mixing a country code and a geographic location. Um, now, if, if it is legal in a place, like I want to point out .nyc, .berlin, .vegas, they have support of that registry of a community. Um, I know at Name Summit last year, I met a lot of .nyc people and they were so connected and building each other up, you know. Um, but for .la or .co, you're just 
coincidentally, some country, it's like got TV, you know, all of them, it's some random country that happens to have a, a code that means something to us, like Colorado or Los Angeles. Right, right. So do you think that makes a difference or just where it is and how popular people and things are there? I think, I mean, it, again, it goes to, to me, it just goes back to sort of the brandability of what you're doing with it. .co and .la are not, you know, you're not going to get any significant benefits search-wise or anything along those lines if people are looking for that in Colorado, LA, because it doesn't, it's not, you're not using the country code in, in that manner. Um, so it just falls into a brand bucket for me, you know, um, yeah. unless you use, you know, that community of .nyc, .berlin, .vegas, uh, .boston. I mean, there's a, there's a really good handful of those that if you're going to use a new TLD in a geographic way, I think would be used a little bit better. Um, obviously, Vegas, I think, is probably one of the best ones right now. Yeah. Um, but so. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, good point. You guys have anything to add or you want to jump on to the next section, Drew, Mike? I'm good. Yeah, let's go. Okay, cool, man. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Jebediah. Those were good insights. Um, so, um, John, thanks for submitting your questions and the domains um, and letting, uh, creating an opportunity for the Sherpa Network to learn more. Um, we hope this review has been helpful to you and your domain investing activities going forward. And uh, let's keep in touch with you and see how this advice helps you change your strategies moving forward as well. Um, before we jump into the domain going to auction soon, I want to tell you about our sponsors who support us in our educational mission. Finally, if you're a domain name investor, don't you have unique legal needs that require domain name technical know-how and industry experience? That's why you need Stephen Lieberman of Greenberg and Lieberman or Jason Schaefer of Esquire.com. Go search for Jason Schaefer or Stephen Lieberman on Domain Sherpa, watch their interviews, and you can see for yourself that they can clearly explain issues, can help you with buy-sell agreements, deal with website content issues and UDRP actions, and even help you write your website terms and conditions. Stephen Lieberman and Jason Schaefer are the lawyers to call for internet legal issues. See for yourself at Esquire.com or APlegal.com. Um, we'll move on now to the marketplace list. This segment is sponsored by Namejet. We review 13.coms today, I, I mean 13 domains, 11.com, 1.net, and 1.org. Um, they're all heading to auction soon. If you like one of the names um, below, click through soon because once they go to auction, you lose your chance to put in a mi the minimum bid or even just to watch uh, what's going on in the auction. So the links below go directly to Namejet. They're not, uh, we don't get commission off them. We just want to see what kind of traffic um, we're sending them. So for this list here, uh, I start out for transparency, always asking if any of the Sherpas own or are brokering any of the names on the list. Anybody? Nope. I do not believe so. Okay, cool, man. Um, all right, so now um, to our Sherpa Network, if you're watching the show, now's the time to press pause. Um, if you got it going on in the background tab, uh, take a minute here, press pause, look at the domain names, pick your top three, bottom three, price them, and then come back and listen to our Sherpas. It only takes you a couple minutes, but really taking that time um, grows your perspective. So uh, once you've really committed your mind to thinking through something, and then you hear our Sherpa's perspective, that's what's gonna help you the most to evolve your thought process. 
Um, so in this segment, let's do whatever order I missed last time. We'll do Drew, then Mike, then Jebediah. Sound good? Sure. All right, Drew, you're up. Okay, so um, yeah, you know, good, good list of names. Um, you know, there's no, I, I don't see anything. I'm like, wow, that's a, you know, that's a home run, but there there's really good names. And what, what I like about this list is I think there's probably names on here that you can probably get at a good value. Um, so for example, um, superstore.com. Uh, I think we might've even owned that name at some point in history. I, I don't, you know, or we own something like it, but that, that's a really good name that, that, that immediately popped out at me. Um, it's not a huge search volume, but that's a really good brand that does have search. Everybody knows what a superstore is. And, um, you know, as everything moves online, I think you're going to see more and more of these sort of consolidation e-commerce websites where, um, you know, it's one-stop shop, like an Amazon type thing, but for, you know, specifically for like niche things and superstore, you know, I could, I could see it being like an online bulk shopping store. Um, I, I, I don't know. It, it popped out of me. I like it. I think it's a really good e-commerce name. And I think you pick it up for a reasonable value. Um, I like, uh, I like my vegan. I'm sorry. I'm going to say, what's a reasonable value for superstore.com? So I, I think that you pick up superstore.com for under two grand. I, I, I bet it goes for like $1,200, $1,500 if I had to guess. And, um, you know, maybe two grand. And, uh, you know, I, I think over a three to five year period, uh, I think it's a pretty good chance you, you, you sell that, particularly if you do some outbound, um, you know, in the fifteen to 25000 range. Um, I, I think that's, you know, a reasonably safe bet as far as, you know, as far as names that we review on the show, um, mm -hmm. you know, that'd be one of the ones I'm like, okay, if I picked that up for group for, you know, for two grand, I, I'm, I'm pretty confident. I'm going to get, you know, a five to 10 X return on that name over the next three to five years. Uh, pretty, pretty confidently. So, um, you know, nice. Yeah. All right, any others you want to uh, give a shout out to? Or yeah, I mean, I'll leave some for these guys. But the other one I really like is Eat Vegan. No search, um, you know, low CPC. But um, as we've discussed, I'm sure, but many times in the past, everything vegan sells. Um, <laughs> there's a very clear and obvious trend of, of people moving towards uh, eating vegetarian or vegan. Um, it is a very rapidly growing segment. And, um, and all that stuff is super expensive. So, ve you know, anything you just throw vegan on it and it's more expensive. So, okay, wait, we need, if we just did an MJ portfolio review, we need an investor to submit a like vegan paleo portfolio. And we're going to have Drew on plus your wife, Anna, as yeah. an industry expert. That, Good that luck. would be awesome. Just saying. Okay, go on, continue. So, um, yeah, I, I just think, you know, Eat Vegan, we used to, uh, I, everybody knows I used to be in the fish business, and I had eatfish.com, and we sold that for 35,000 pounds, I think, 30,000 or 35,000 pounds, which at that time was almost two to one. So that was like a fifty dollars to $60,000 sale, um, I believe. I, you know, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure that's, 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 in the order of magnitude uh, that we sold it. I wouldn't have sold it for much less. And um, 
Uh, and I think Eat Vegan is as good or better than Eat Fish. So, um, I, I, yeah, I, I think, you know, I, I don't think you're going to get – that name will go more expensive than um, – than superstores, stupid superstore. I think. I think Eat Vegan will go for three to five grand on on Namejet, and I think it's a twenty-five, thirty-five, maybe even fifty thousand dollars sale. But you got to really hit the nail on the head, and it's not going to be liquid. It's going to be liquid for. Uh, what I like about this name is this is a name which will be liquid for whatever you pay on Namejet. It's liquid for that. You, you which can one? Superstore or Eat Vegan? Eat Vegan. Eat Vegan. There's going to be. Three other people that'll pay what you paid. Yes, I agree. Most of the food is liquid. Yeah, that is very liquid. Okay, good call. Um, Mike, thoughts? So, okay. I'm going to take a differing viewpoint to Drew. I hate every single vegan name out there. I thought Scott Pruitt from Namejet put these on here just because he thought Shane was going to be on here. And he knows how much Shane and I make fun of vegan names every single day that Shane puts them on his list. Um, I, you know, I follow the data. I try and follow the money. I went to name bio. I typed in vegan, um, both at the beginning and end. I couldn't find any retail sales except for letsgovegan.com sold by Buy Domains in the past year for $1,566. I, uh, I don't know. You know, I know that they sell wholesale. I'm just not convinced that they sell retail. What do you say, I, I just, yeah, I, I, look, you can't argue with data, right? Um, well, but we know that the data in the industry is not complete. That, right? that, we know that there are tons of other sales that are happening every day that don't get reported. Yeah. But that, the data that we have is the data that we have. That, that's, that's true. Um, and that's one of the points that I wanted to bring up. But there's also the rule of best in class. And I don't think that there, other than vegan.com, Yep. Eat Vegan is it's a call to action. Yep. It's the kind of name that I love because it's a call to action. It's a clear and common expression. I, you know, I can see a bazillion hipsters walking around with t-shirts, <laughs> you know, that say eatvegan.com, learn more, but you know, whatever. It, it's, this is best in class. And so, you don't love it in a vacuum. You love it because you sell them, because they sell, because... Well, actually, honest, I don't know that I've ever sold a vegan name. I don't think I have. But I mean, what you're uh, describing of eat vegan and kind of name that's a call to action, a t-shirtable kind of name. That's, that's yeah, marketing. It's like, you know, we did the Sherpa review. We talked about um, the profitable flip when we sold breakbread.com, right? Mm -hmm. Call to action, positive connotation. You know, it, it, it's just... Those names sell. They always sell. Yeah. Okay. So when, when we see Eat Vegan sell, we're going to call the owner, the new buyer, and ask him if he'll donate a t-shirt for Mike and Shane. <laughs> so, okay, Mike, what else? What right, else so you like I do not like vegan names. Um, let me tell you about uh, three that I like. One I'm, one I'm on the fence with, Shot Put. You know, nobody's buying any Shot Put stuff or anything. For me, it strikes me as a brand. Sort of like Drew mentioned earlier, there's a vape pen called Dipstick or something. I don't know. Shot Put. Strikes me as a brand that could be, but I don't know if it's what it would be. Um, I like it that everybody knows what a shot put is and it's easy to spell. It's in the dictionary, yada, yada, but I'm not exactly sure what it would be. So I like that one at first glance, but um, I'm not sure. I like magicpillow.com on the low end of, you know, the domains that are for sale. I think that I could see a product named Magic Pillow. Like, God, just help me sleep through the whole night without having to get up and pee. 
And I swear to God, I'll buy that pillow every single day. Um, uh, and so I like Magic Pillow. I think that, you know, it's a typical brand domain name that sells for three to $6,000 maybe. And so maybe if you could pick it up for a 10th of that, that would be a fantastic buy, long-term hold. Um, my favorite pick on the list is remoteaccess.com. It's got the highest estimate value at 222, 25,000, but I don't think that that's valid because I've owned domain names that have been listed at 225,000 that haven't sold that high. Um, I think it's maybe a $50,000, $100,000 name, but I like it because it's got 22,000 serves per month and it says it's got a $6 CPC on Estabot. And if you actually go to Google and type in remote space access, you see a ton of companies are advertising for software that allows you to have remote access to this. It can also, you know, corporations use it around the world every single day to help troubleshoot remote employees. Um, and so I love it from a, because it defines that niche of an industry of IT. Um, and I've been in on it. 69, it's expired too, which I love. I love to build the expired ones, not the ones that other domain investors are putting up for sale on Namejet. I don't know why. I just like to feel like uh, I picked it up from expired. Um, so sir, that's probably my favorite on the list that I'll be uh, bidding on. Good for you. All right. Well, good luck. All right, Jebediah, what you got? So I'm with Mike. I can't stand vegan names. Um, <laughs> I don't have anything against the uh, the industry itself. I it's my take on it. It's sort of one of these niches that I think perpetuates itself. I don't think it's going to get much bigger than the people who are already sort of buying them in a circle. Um, so as far um, so those ones were kind of out. I I also loved remote access. I love the the category killer part of it. Um, too many businesses, like Mike said, you know rely on remote access. And so I think that's a great opportunity. Um, I actually- Hey, hey Jebediah, what do you think the retail number? value on remote access is? Since you're a, you know, you're a keyword guy with the new Gs, what, what do you um, place the value at? I think there's actually a dot access. So I'd rather go that way. But <laughs> um, uh, I think remote access to the right business, again, like you said, I mean, just doing some brief search on it, there's a lot of people advertising on those terms. So there's, there's something there to them. I think, you know, you could broker it anywhere between 50 and 100,000 fairly reasonably quickly and reasonably quickly is maybe a couple of months. Um, you know, and maybe more than that, if you get the right, you know, if you get the right company that's willing to not rebrand, but reestablish that that's exactly what they do. I think there's, there's a good possibility there. Um, a domain name that I like that I don't, you know, I'll be honest, I'm not sure if it's really a super good investment long term, but I really like studentcenter.org. Um, I think that that name has uh, the tremendous or an opportunity to have a tremendous impact, um, which to the right person could be worth, you know, maybe low five figures. Um, I, ju I just really like that name, I guess, having kids and seeing an opportunity for something like that where they could go online. It could be, you know, it could easily be a great resource for all sorts of issues that are out there right now to, you know, peer mentoring to, you know, teacher peer, whatever it could be. I just, I think that domain name has, has a good opportunity. Um, so I like that one. Um, and I, I said, I'm not sure if I got heard, but I actually do think there is a magic pillow. I think there's actually a brand that uses that. So Sounds super familiar, right? 
It, yeah, I know that there's one here that gets advertised all the time, my pillow. Um, but I think the magic pillow is like a kid's pillow hmm. that lights up and does this. Huh. Thing, so. I googled it and it comes up. My pillow has a miracle pillow, okay. but not none of it is magic. But and there's no be- trademarks on it. I did look it up. Or my <laughs> cursor, you know, I'm not a lawyer. My career review of trademark247.com didn't show any active trademarks for magic pillow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that it, it might be too close to a trademark for me then. <laughs> it's, it's one of those those squeak by ones that that get dangerous. So yeah, but yeah, those I, I definitely I like remote access, studentcenter.org. And then um kind of one of the ones that I I liked um I liked zut.com for some weird reason. I think Z-U-T.com. that Yep, the Z-U-T. Um I don't even care that it's that short. Um, that's not really the reason I like that. I think that it could be pronounced different ways. It could be zoot, could be zut, could be a couple different things. So there's a great opportunity for, I mean, it's a, it's a three character semi-expensive brandable. Um, but I think it's, I think there's an opportunity there. So. Zoot is, um, heck or damn it in French. Oh, hey. Ooh. There you go. Ooh la la. Nice. Drew, what do you think? Uh, and I'm not big into the into the wholesale prices of these domains, three letter domains that sell on Namejet. Is that like a twenty to thirty thousand dollar domain name? What do you think it sells yeah. for? Yeah, right, right around there. Um, twenty five, twenty twenty two to twenty to thirty. Yeah. So does it worry you, Drew, when you're bidding on it? Not that you're going to bid on it, but if you were to bid on this domain name, does it worry you that it's listed for sale on Afternic for $125,000 and the owner probably hasn't gotten any offers on it? Um, you know, look, I, I absolutely, I always prefer buying a name which has not been listed in the market because in my experience, it, um, there, there's just a, a certain amount of pent-up demand um, behind that. And um, my sell-through rate is just sub- substantially higher on those types mm-hmm. of names. Um, but at the end of the day, I, I like to, I try to evaluate names um, for their inherent and, and, you know, in a vacuum, as I said before. I try to um, evaluate them as, is this a great name? Does it have multiple use cases? Are there, is there more than one buyer to buy this name? And, um, um you know, if that's the case, then it's really only a matter of timing. So, you know, it, it just comes down to the opportunity. If you can get it for a good price, um, then it doesn't really matter if it's listed for sale somewhere else because timing is everything. And yeah, interesting is a lot of times um, when something's listed for sale and the price is maybe not cheap, but also not crazy. Um, you've got buyers waiting in the wings that are like, ah, you know, I like it. Maybe we'll do it, but I don't need to pull the trigger right now. Nobody else is going to buy it. You know, they, they get this level of comfort and then you buy it. And then suddenly they have an alert that tells them that the main just changed hands and they're like, Oh shit. And then they immediately reach out and want to buy it. Um, which just happened. Um, we just acquired beacon.com. And somebody who had been evaluating it, but was like, ah, nobody else is going to buy it. We've got all the time in the world. We bought it. And then they immediately were like, oh, crap. Uh, we, you know, what, you know, tell us the price. We need to buy that. Um, so it, you know, 
there's different, there's different ways to look at it. It, it doesn't immediately um, turn me off to the name, the fact that it's listed in a marketplace. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Great question, Mike. I learned so much every time you're on, you know that? Um, <laughs> I mean, I learn about hosting and, and about doing. Um, <laughs> all right. Um, thanks guys. This was really good. Um, we're coming towards the end of today's show. I'd like to give each of the Sherpas an opportunity to share what's going on in their lives, personal or professional, brokering, selling opportunities you're looking for, um, anything you want to give a shout out to. Um, Jebediah, you're, you're new, you're first. What you got going on? Uh, well, I'm, we are releasing a domain name to take offers on. Uh, actually, two. It's a set. Um, we're pretty excited about it, especially in 2018. Oh uh soccer.live and live.soccer um i think you know the world cup is here um although the u.s isn't in it we're the smallest player in the world on that part so it really doesn't matter uh, search term volume is enormous it's just ridiculous actually um and i'm a i'm a big soccer guy so um, i'm excited about these ones so I, I, we're, we're bringing those ones out to market so um hopefully those will be up and running soon um somebody will snag those up um you should put in that package you should get like football but like the german spelling the f-u-t-b-o-l yeah we own those too yeah we own dot football f-u-t-b-o-l yeah you do live football yeah you package all those up yeah that's a big deal and you're right when there's a there's a moment like the world cup coming that's that can really um, help get your buyers interested and help you to identify buyers for outreach. Um, yep. Who's your team, Jebediah? Uh, so I work under Matt Overman, which I think most people oh. know. So, I met your soccer uh, team. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my soccer team. Uh, I'm a Man City guy before they were what? the Indians. So, <laughs> uh, um, so internationally, I, I like Man City locally. I'm definitely a Sounders guy. There we go. Um, so, uh, my daughter plays locally, um, so it's great. We get to spend a lot of time doing DA academies and stuff like that. So um, I get to be sort of immersed in that world. So it's exciting to bring domains that are part of my passion. So I really like stuff like that. So yeah, that's um, cool. Yeah, so we're bringing those out, and then you know, just donuts is around and about. You know, we're definitely you know we're a global powerhouse right now. Um, and, and just getting bigger. So we're excited. I think we'll be at Domaining Europe, which I think is now called Namescon Europe. Um, and we'll be quite a few other places coming up that just haven't been solidified, but we're excited. We're uh, very excited, actually. So Yeah, sounds like there's a lot of movement in the premium GTLD space. And I'm oh. really glad you came on today to give us a little more about it. Um, definitely want to follow what happens. What are the two soccer names again? Soccer.live and... Soccer.live and live.soccer. And live.soccer. Yeah, definitely. Actually, I like, I'll just throw this in. I like live.soccer a little bit better because live can be pronounced either way, live or live. So as far as, a, you know, mixing both keywords and brand, live soccer, and then you could also be soccer live. So um, it's kind of a cool little package together that we're excited about. Um, and then we have, you know, we do have some great names in what we talked about today, the cannabis space and, and Bitcoin and cryptocurrency and, you know, so I would, you know, selfless plug, reach out, let's chat. You know, we're, we're seeing big, big movement in new TLDs and, and we're, we're very excited about it. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool details that I won't go 
super depth, but you know, a lot of them are ranking really, really well. Um, so we're, we're excited about that. Yeah, we want to hear more about that. And uh, you'll definitely hear more from me um, because uh, we're a Man United family here. So, um, so watch out. <laughs> I don't live in England. I just like their jersey, actually. <laughs> so <laughs> Nice. All right, um, Mike, what you got going on? Uh, first off, thanks for having me back on the show. Every time, I'm, I'm always surprised that you invite me back. I, I know I used to run, so you had to have me, but it's very kind of you guys to, to uh, invite me back on. Great to share the window with Jebediah um, as well, which, uh, you know, I know we were talking pre when I was on Instagram Live DN Academy, uh, you know, sharing. Uh, it's been a while since we've seen each other, names con, um, but good to, good to see you again, Jebediah. Um, Drew and Tess, I'm always having a chat with you guys. I, I uh, get my bill of Drew calling me up and saying, guess what I just sold for way more than I thought. <laughs> so, uh, but great to be back with you guys. Uh, I also want to give a shout out to Amar Kupa. No, he's a past domain Sherpa. He helped me acquire a domain name recently. The guy is just a teddy bear, right? Everybody loves Amar. Um, and, you know, as a, as a special thanks for having on the show, I wanted to give a um, uh, special price one week only for DN Academy. Anybody that's watching this show, and if you're watching it like a week late, like I'm sorry, guys, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna give you the discount. But I just redid the DN Academy valuation worksheet. I am like, I'm so freaking proud of uh, the way that DN Academy is coming together. And you, you know, when, the way I teach you the characteristics of a domain name, and then you look at all those characteristics, and you're able to find the valid comparable sales and then you pull those comps and you're able to come up with your retail value your wholesale value and your maximum value um you know really put together a methodology a roadmap anybody that you know needs a step-by-step -step framework to get from newbie to intermediate investor or intermediate investor to advanced to to fill in missing skills i recommend it um anybody that signs up for the next uh one week from the airing of the show um, I'll give a, a special 109, I'll go, I'll do 179, $179 for a lifetime subscription. Uh, use the code nugsandkisses.com. <laughs> um, and think of Drew and, uh, and that's all I got. .com or just nugs and kisses? Just nugs and kisses. No.com. All right. You know, nugs, N-U-G-S, nugs and kisses. A-N-D-K-I-S-S-E-S. For 179 lifetime membership. And it includes like the software that we pay for and the spreadsheets and the valuation worksheets and, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. That's awesome. Good deal. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Great to have you. Okay, Drew, um, you have so much going on. What do you want to share? Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I have, I, I'm like totally, uh, my head is spinning. Um, I just want to share, uh, you know, basically I, I really, I just want to congratulate the, the media options team, uh, Tess and Chris are doing just a phenomenal job, uh, with domain Sherpa and with outbound brokerage. Um, we are kicking butt and, um, we, we just closed, uh, uh, we just, we've been closing a lot of deals. Um, things, things are going really well. I'm super proud of the team. Um, really excited for, for some of the changes that we're making. 
and, uh, and, and for the rest of the year, we just came off the best quarter in the history of the company. And um, I, this, this quarter is off to an even better start. So I'm, I'm yeah, pretty optimistic, pretty bullish on the, on the whole domain market. Focus on quality, not quantity. Um, and uh, just keep learning. You know, the more, the more all of you know, uh, the smarter decisions you're going to make and uh, the more efficient this market becomes. And, uh, and that's good for everybody. So, uh, yeah. And thank you guys for coming on the show. Uh, Mike, you know you're always welcome. We, uh, we are super grateful that you uh, were able to join us today. And Jebediah, equally, uh, you know, about time we, we got you on the show. And, uh, yeah. Yeah, it was Thank great. You. Drew, I think you forgot to mention um, Media Options' new crypto uh, newsletter just went out today. Yep, that's right. So, so yes, crypto newsletter. I don't know if I saw that. Yep. So I it's think okay. every Wednesday now we'll be doing a crypto-specific uh, domain newsletter. Um, just basically responding to demand. I mean, we've been selling uh, really a, a, a pretty almost the equivalent of all of last year's sales. Uh, we've sold in the last, let's say, five, six months. We've sold that in, uh, in crypto-related domains. So wow. um, uh, we thought we should create a dedicated newsletter for that. Um, we're going to be expanding upon that. We're going to potentially break it off into a separate, uh, separate newsletter than uh, the standard media options newsletter. But it will be going out Wednesdays, and it is dedicated. And if you've got names that you are – uh, that you think are appropriate for the crypto space. Um, I can tell you that we have some of the top buyers in the entire crypto market on this newsletter. And um, equally, if you are interested in buying these names at wholesale or retail, there will be great opportunities and phenomenal names uh, going out. So definitely, uh, definitely sign up. Well, hey, I had an idea. I was on my run today. Can I throw it out? Sure. So, I'm running along and I'm thinking about like the domain name conferences that, you know, when I, of course, like to go to them because I like to see the people that are just across the water from me that I don't see uh, throughout the year, like Jebediah uh, and you guys. And I'm thinking like, why isn't there a conference? Why isn't there like a small group where investors can pay like a single domain name price, like 5,000 bucks. You get to show up on a Monday, leave on a Friday and you get like real main name training it's like dn academy but then you also get to like get drew the whole time and and then like you go through valuations and then you value your, your domain names and you go through like buying domain names and you go on the auctions and you actually buy domain names different things you go through sales techniques and then you actually like make outbound phone calls on your own domain names and like so people get to see what you're doing or what like a successful broker is doing um learn the materials practice it real world interact with like movers and shakers limited to like 20 people um go someplace cool you know like seattle or panama or you know vacation so you get to party at night learn during the day um i don't know Does, what do you guys think in the audience post in the comments below. let me know what you think of this idea i think it would be a lot of fun i think it'd be a, a tremendous learning opportunity i i personally think that the domain name conferences that are going into Bitcoin and web development and all this other stuff loses the focus of what we got into the industry for, like buying undervalued assets, prime real estate, understanding the value of it and helping, you know, people who build on it 
uh, take it to the next level. Uh, so please do post down in your comments, but I, I'd love to hear what Jebediah and Drew think about that idea. And I think it'd be interesting. I mean, definitely plan it out. You know, you, I'll just throw this out here. Donuts was just at, uh, there was a real estate show here in Seattle. And, you know, one of the things we talk about with new TLDs is that they're currently undervalued. And it's amazing what people want to, that knowledge that they just want to have of what is a domain name? How do I use a domain name? How do I know if a domain name is valuable or, or garbage? So if you were to put together, you know, a, a show like that or a, an event, you know, where you had a, a minimum domain purchase price, but then you got the opportunity to learn how to either use that or generate revenue off of it or something along those lines. I think a lot of people would be interested in that. I think, um, I think it'd be successful. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I just think planning events. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, I, I'm basically allergic to event planning, but I, I like the concept and, um, I think it would be very fruitful and I think it could be a lot of fun if you got the right group. Yeah. Um, and I, I love the idea of doing, you know, like small summits where, you know, it's, it's more intimate and you get to really spend some face time with people and get to know people Yeah. and um, really get some one-on-one -on -one, like learning. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, I mean, I think it would present a lot of value for attendees, a lot of value, um, you know, to the point where it could be, um, they, they would be likely willing to pay a fair amount of money where it would be justifiable and, um, you know, make sense to bring in really top experts on, on various topics. And, um, yeah, I mean, I, I you know, I, I, for a different day and a different show, um, I, I would actually love to bring on, um, like Jebediah and you know, maybe whoever's running sales for one of the other sort of large consolidated registry operators. And, you know, just to get, um, to, to learn more, even myself, I would love to learn more about how to sell, how to pitch the new GTLDs. What are the yeah, things that work idea. in a sales pitch for a new GTLD? Because it is very, very different. My arguments, my, my tried and true um, sales tactics that I use in selling super premium, top 1%, 2%.coms is it doesn't work for new GTLDs. Those, are, those metrics don't work. Those those the rationalizations don't work. Um, I'm almost arguing the opposite points. So I would love to better understand um, what are the things that work to sell a new GTLD. I, I, I would, so, you know, both to yeah. Michael's point, that would also be a great sure one of those things yeah. uh, to those events. But I think it would be a great show also to yeah. uh, have Jebediah back and, and maybe uh, one or two other um, uh, you know, sales managers um, from, from, you know, larger registry operators. Yeah. Agreed. You know, and I have always wanted to do a conference, even though Drew is allergic to it. And, um, and that's, you know, um, why we're involved in Name Summit. Um, but I love the idea, Mike. I'd love to be involved. Um, yeah. What I think would be most um, cost effective and community building um, because, um, you know, hotels and, um, can be so expensive, even their Wi-Fi is ridiculous for a conference. Um, I wonder if your venue would be best served in renting out a villa with a private chef 
Like, you know, I know in Mexico, yeah. they're super affordable, although I'd much prefer to yeah. be in the Amalfi Coast if you could make that happen. <laughs> well, and, and I don't want to run a conference. I've done that in the past. I, that does not interest me. So don't get me wrong. I'm thinking like small group, intimate, everybody gets, you know, you build a support group. Everybody talks the same language. Everybody knows what everybody needs to work on. And then you walk away with sort of like this, this group that, you know and trust and can go forward with uh, additional sales it's boot camp um, but it's like a boot camp yeah. basic i don't we'll have well yeah basic. We'll, we'll talk. Right. i like exactly. it all right i really well, like I'm, the idea of, of taking the info and putting it into action like yeah, same yeah. day same right. real time because i don't know how many conferences we've probably all been to where you yep. get this idea where you're there and you get back and you're like, eh, I don't know. Until you pick up the phone and call somebody that you just sent an email to like four hours before you saw that they opened it, mm -hmm. you don't actually internalize how to do sales. Right. And then you threw something up and then you learn for the next time. You know, you guys are masters at that. You, you know. Screwing things up. Yeah. Very much so. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Okay. And then you mentioned Amar as a teddy bear. I agree. You know, Mike, um, I think this is the first format change I've made to the show. Amar asked me what I had knew at the end. And I don't think you ever did that, did you? I did not. Well, um, like it's a it. thing now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So for me, um, I don't really have anything new. I just wanted to say that. <laughs> um, my my, um, my adopted daughter was just named valedictorian uh, yesterday. We weren't expecting that because some of her transcripts, you know, whatever. So she was very excited. We went out That's to celebrate awesome. um, for uh, Thai food and uh, Avengers Infinity War. Um, my favorite part was a little Easter egg. Uh, to Have you guys seen it? Not yet. All right. Don't well, ruin whatever. it for me. Okay. There, no, <laughs> there's just a little Easter egg um, tribute to Arrested Development, which uh, I'm far more interested in that than <laughs> Marvel, but I have children. <laughs> So look for the Easter egg and enjoy. I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, thanks, Sherpas. Thanks for coming, Sherpa Network. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys.